My next guests are a hip-hop duo from Chicago. From creating workshops called The Miseducation of Hip-Hop, opening for artists such as Doja Cat, and recently being signed to Closed Sessions, they are quickly gaining traction in the industry. Their latest project, Seasons, is out now. It's my pleasure to introduce Club Untruth from the hip-hop duo Mother Nature. My system knows some shit approaching I'm getting closer to my higher self That portal opened back when I was antisocial Crazy how I managed Ocho Grinded down and wrote a dojo Antidote to map the global Banking thousand off the vocals I ain't even said my greatest shit uh, Raising brows, it's hard to focus Face them out, restore the locals, yeah You ain't even check my ratings, yeah This girl's a mogul, got the whole world on her shoulders Painted black to match the logo Oh, you scared now? We done warned you for some years, you ain't prepared now can't afford what they've been forcing, gotta tear down New day on the rise, teach a child Watch her build an enterprise through a cloud What a vibe, uh, noises be constant Talking conscious with chaos I've been guided by letters, my vision boy like a seance Staying steady for temperature like the rise With the weather measuring progress My protest, I don't see shit getting better Welcome back to the podcast, everyone Today I'm with two very special guests Truth and Cleva From the hip-hop duo Mother Nature thank you I've, i'm usually terrible with names but i've been trying really hard to practice lately so it's you just stay in the, you just stay in the mirror and clever clever truth clever. <laughs> i got it <laughs> exactly so i actually find your guys's music personalities workshop very inspiring and I wanted to actually start a few years ago when you first started the miseducation of hip hop, because I feel like there's a myth that you need a certain level of like influence or celebrity to be able to teach others. Mm-hmm. But you guys had just started out your career and you're actually just now starting to get signed. Mm-hmm. So I, that's crazy that you guys started doing these workshops four years ago, 2016. So mm-hmm. just tell me a little bit more about that. Uh, seeing us. <laughs> Most definitely. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much how we like began to do like um our collective work. Um it was always based within the community. Um at the time it was like the Trayvon Martin case going on, like Brown, those types of things. And on the college uh, campus that we originally met at uh, University of Illinois in Champaign, um, it was just a lot of stuff going on with the police and stuff like that. And it was just it wasn't um it was just a lot of uh tense stuff going on in regards to like people just getting locked up you just like a lot of racial tension going on um so we just felt felt it within us to utilize hip-hop the way it, it has informed us um is to act so um from there we started to just build with other organizations um that were already um on on campus and in the community um and then we began to branch out and just start to work uh, specifically with the youth um to allow them to freely express themselves um just to show them who they were explore their genius and things of that nature um and from there we pretty much just built the miseducation of hip-hop workshop series um Mm. which housed which is housed within our nonprofit mother nature incorporated um and there we are bridging uh the gap between hip-hop mental health entrepreneurship scholarship all those great things and um yeah it's pretty much our soul work and Mm -hmm. it's really what like built the foundation for mother nature the rap group and it was really what um inspired us to create that first project mother nature the ep um which then became us so um yeah always rooted in community and and just growing in elevation yeah and i think that um just 
like to answer your question or to kind of reflect on that statement, you definitely don't have to be of a celebrity status mm-hmm. to be influential, especially when it comes to kids, kids in your community. Mm-hmm. Um, kids already kind of see us in that light. You know, it's like when we when we come, we come with our full energy. We come with our steeds, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And we keep it really honest and try to like break that generational gap that is usually exists between kids and adults you know so we really come in not as not as teachers but as practitioners of uh hip-hop and Mm -hmm. of community building and like loving ourselves and i think that like that's the main thing that kids see is like Mm -hmm. wow these women like they really love themselves they really out here doing what they want to do and they making it look good like um i think that more often we should see artists um putting themselves in those positions because like we are incredibly influential and this is like just what we've done in the past three or four years, mm-hmm. not to mention what we're going to do in the next five years um, as we like continue to rise in the industry. For so sure. yeah, I, I definitely think that's a myth and I'm here to, you know, we're here to defy it and show Hell others yeah. like that you can be like just as cool mm-hmm. as the next person, but be out here like giving genuine love and having a purpose and like moving in that purpose. Even I even saw like the the Grammys interviewed about, interviewed guys about that. So how did that interview come to be? It's our second interview with Grammy. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, Shout out Jack Reedy. He really um just been following us, you know, since the onset, and just you know, hey, I'm he's a freelance writer, so he just you know writes for any and everybody. So mm-hmm. um, we just blessed to like that he saw something in us to like you know tap us into the Grammys, of course. Um, but yeah, it's, it's always dope because like we, we see ourselves as, you know, future Grammy Award winning, you know, uh, artists. So it only makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty much the same, the same thing. And we tell everybody like we, we started, you know, how we started. And um, the, the mission of what we do is kind of like what um, gravitates a lot of people to, to, to our music, to us as individuals um, is like you, gonna, you get what you what you see. You know what I'm saying? It's really is like it's, it's hip hop to the core. It's knowledge based. Uh, it's about creating. It's about cypher building. Um, all of those great things. So I think us just being in that vein and staying true to it is what um, allows other folks to see that not only just within us, but in our music as well. And everything you guys are doing right now is like Chicago based. Am I correct? Um, pretty much, but we just came off a residency in LA, um, oh, wow. yeah, virtual residency with the Miseducation of Hip Hop, um, big shout out to Guitars Over Guns organization, um, for really just aligning that with us, um, man, yeah, so we, we've done different things in different spaces, of course, before COVID, we would like to pull up at different locations, um, different schools, organizations that we partner with. Um, to really do our work. Um, but right now we are in the virtual space currently working with um, Kingwood Academy here in Chicago through After School Matters and Guitars Over Guns. Mm-hmm. And we, we find that like the work in Chicago is essential. And it's a, there's a reason why the miseducation is really uh, developed here. And it's just because like we, we learn how to like make these changes in our own city with the type of you know influences that affect our youth here, like in the center of the map. We know that like, it's going to make our program so much stronger as we take it out into the world. Um, and we've had glimpses of that. Like she said, we've been able to pop up here, pop up there, but also, you know, like uh, accompany a workshop with the tour that we're doing. Um, do, and now that we're in this virtual space, it's like even better because, at, you know, we can't be everywhere all the time. And especially with us, like being like as, uh, as involved and hands-on with our work as we are, the virtual space really allows us to expand 
um, and and reach you know people in different countries and and all that. So like we're really like at a place where we know what the miseducation is. It's solid. There's the foundation is there. Um, and now we ha- kind of have like this uh, this new terrain to explore where it's like man like it's who knows like we just know that we want to be impactful and we want to reach as many kids as possible um because everyone can benefit from like the lessons of hip-hop and using hip-hop as a tool for change yeah that's that's very exciting um macklemore he's from seattle and he has a similar program literally called the residency and Mm -hmm. um it's cool to see that there's programs like that in other states that's really cool so can you can you break down the title for us, the miseducation of hip hop? Oh, oh yeah, that's you know definitely a big big shout out to Miss Lauren Hill. You yes, know, big big fans. You know, like I don't even know what like it's just, it's a, it also yeah. understanding like the the power of hip hop. You yeah. feel me? So for us to have been you know uh, up and coming artists and, and young adults and like growing within hip hop it really showed us who we were, like our abilities, our capabilities, like how expansive we truly are. Um, and I really want to give a big shout out to our professor, one of our professors, mentors, big sister, homegirl, uh, Ruth Nicole Brown. Uh, from uh, She was currently at university, or she was at uh, University of Illinois um, during the time we were, and really like showed us our our own individual work in a way that's like, man, it's, it's so much more than us like just taking taking our emotions, taking how we feel and putting it on paper or performing it. Um, it really showed us like how much um, like the lessons, the 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 gems, the the things that we gravitated towards through hip hop have been like monumental in, in our growth as, as individuals. So like, man, if we were, you know, in high school, elementary, that type of thing and had these type of tools or somebody mm-hmm. to teach us this, how much like further we would we would be in life. So it's just like, man, let's let's utilize what we have and really just put that into a program to, to show the kids who they are. Cause at the end of the day, like we use hip hop, but it's still like a youth development program. Like we're trying to make you a better individual. We're trying to show you your genius. We're trying to like, just to get you to see who you truly are and understand like anything that you're trying to do, let's, let's create a pathway for that. Cause that's the, that's the basis of hip hop, like taking nothing and turning it into something. So the miseducation right. is really us just breaking down all the ills and all the things that we see when our daily lives, the the radio music that we hear that people think that's just the, the end all be all for hip hop and really breaking it down to go further. Like it's about peace. It's about love. It's about knowledge. It's about coming together, like all these different types of things. So um, the miseducation just birthed out of all of that. And, you know, here we are. Wow. It's crazy because when I think of miseducation, I definitely think of Lauren Hill. It's like she owns that word. Oh yeah, <laughs> for real, for real, for real. And I think that like when it when it comes to Lauren Hill, when we think about figures in hip hop, um, Lauren is one of those first artists that 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 really made me think on another level. Um, she brought a certain level of femininity to the industry, um, on top of like conscious living and yes. and and being um, just self aware and. And, and digging in deeper to be better. And I think that that is, you know, how we coming into the industry for one, but also it's like, that's how we build with our shorties. So yeah, the miseducation, it was perfect because, you know, we women. And so it's like the miseducation, like there was no other name that we could have came up with that would have been better than that. So it's just, it just is what it is, man. Breaking it down so we can build it up because 
there's a lot of misinformation when it comes to hip hop. Um, there's a lot of, uh, you know, just uh, skewed views of it or like judgment towards hip hop as even when it comes to the stuff that we listen to. And as we're breaking down hip hop, we're learning things with with our kids and um, just just using it as a tool, a literary tool to um, understand, understand ourselves better, understand the systems we live in, understand how to build with each other um, and sustain life at the end of the day. Mm. Yeah. When I think of hip hop from like the male perspective, you know, rappers are supposed to be like taking drugs or just messing with tons of women, having tons of cars. So I feel like those stereotypes fit more with like the male perspective. What are some like stereotype stereotypes when it comes to, like the female rapper? Stereotypes. Um, I think the stereotypes are just universal. Like yeah. I, a lot okay. of women that's like taking over the industry, like talking about the same stuff. Yeah, it's, it's all mm-hmm. hypersexual. Yeah. Yeah. It's all hyperconsumption, you know, yeah. like overconsumption, that type of thing. Yeah. And it, and like, look, that's cool because I still we still can see like the gym that is is that is within that. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But the problem is that it's so off balance. Like right. you're only getting one side. You're not getting folks like when you pull up, uh, pull up on the station and, and listen to something that is giving you something with like deeper meaning that's, that's causing you to think. You know what I'm that's saying? That's nourishment to your spirit. Like, um, and we're just giving more options. Like when we come through at you to you for you to hear Mother Nature is like, man, let me tap into something that's gonna take me to another place. Like we all used to being in this in, and in the club right. and the jewelry and the bottles, all that. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? But like, okay, when when I'm done teeing up, now what I now what now where I'm at. You feel right. Or when I lose my ground and I'm yeah. and I'm out here like mm-hmm. low key not having a good season. Right. How do mm-hmm. I get back and, and not mm-hmm. be in a space of just like you know, surface level. Yeah. Oh, I look good. Nah, yes, like yes. feel good. <laughs> like something different. Are you treating people good? Are you that treating part. yourself good? So it's just like, man, challenging people to like just to, to uh, challenging people to tap into their divinity. I think mm. is, is is the goal, and I, we just don't have enough of that. So, when you think of other artists in the industry that might inspire you, do you look more towards a Cardi B or like a Chica Rhapsody type? Artists, I take from everybody. <laughs> you know okay. what I'm saying? Cardi out here, Meg, Meg is really like goals. <laughs> like I ain't even gonna hold you, Rico. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Rico, we go, Rico in there. We Ooh, throw, like, yes. Rhapsody, man. And of course, like you know, the contemporaries. When we think about it, J Cole, Kendrick, that we still waiting on projects for. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, no, we take truly, from everybody. yeah. Honestly, like this question is um. I think it could change every season in terms of like who we're listening to and what inspires us. But uh, the main thing is like, we listen to one, everything, but we are definitely attracted to the greats. So that's timeless music. That's music that came before we was here. It's music that our moms listened to. It's music that we listened to when we was young, you know, golden era of hip hop on top of soul music, on top of R and B. Like there's, like we are truly influenced. Like we're we're '90s babies, so we're yes. truly influenced by like just great music, great performers, um, and and being here where we are, especially with us being like uh, you know elders to our to our students in the miseducation. Like it's important for us to stay tapped into music that's contemporary. So it's like I, I find that we're always mixing sounds. We're mixing all genres um, and and trying to stay present, but also like allow people to have just a, a timeless experience. Do you think you guys both have like different music tastes though? Or are you always showing each other different songs or how does that work when you guys are listening to music together? 
Yeah, I think I think we uh, have similar music taste for sure. Like, if she likes something, I'm gonna like it. And most likely, if I like something, I feel like she's gonna like it. However, we do have different tastes. Like, she'll be in here listening to like some straight R and B soul music, and and that that's the vibe I'll usually catch her in. And for me, I don't know. I kind of be all over the place. It depends on the day. But like, you might catch me in just like a. I might just be listening to '90s hip hop or something of that. You know what I'm saying? Something of that vibe. I feel like those are our, those are our, uh, what we go to for inspiration as well as like our comfort zones and, and the types of music that we make and have made before we became Mother Nature. However, we are like exploring other genres together, which is cool. Mm, that's pretty cool. So I want to hear more because I understand a little bit about your guys' backgrounds, but before we talk about how Mother Nature came together, because I definitely want to talk about how you guys met in college, I'd like mm-hmm. to figure out like how you guys both got your start making music in the first place. So let's start with Cleva. Um, for me, I started making music. Um, it was just different points in my life. Uh, when I was first, like you know, conceived, <laughs> no, around like three or four, um, I would be with my pops in his studio, and he would like sample me. It would be like sample based stuff but he had his own home studio so it was really cool because like I just from jump knew what hip-hop was knew what rap was wanted to be a rapper saw myself as a rapper and he just Mm. really instilled that in me um and then you know getting older like 10 11 that's when I really started like having like a pen game I guess is like discovering what type of writer I wanted to be or you know deciding what type of uh what type of music I would make, and I didn't know, you know, I'm a kid, I don't really have that many experiences. So it was difficult, but I but I had the skill, which was cool. Um, and then in high school, that's when I had the bravery to like tell other people I rapped and to rap in front of other people. But it wasn't really until college that it became a thing that I would pursue seriously as a career and, and that I would, you know, start developing my artistry for real, for real, so. That's how it went for me. It was like a seed that was planted a long time ago. And it was like a, a dream. Like, oh, you know, I want to be this. I want to be that. Da, da, da. And then it became something that was like, nah, I'm I'm, I'm going to do this. Like, I can do this. And Hell yeah. Soon after, so, you know, we met. For real, for real. So how did? So what were you going to college for? Uh, I was going to college for... Um, <laughs> uh, I was in creative writing. I started in journalism. Uh didn't like it, went to creative writing and stuck with it. And I was also doing sociology. So I was like involved in a lot of education and Afro courses, stuff like that. So everything that I honestly studied in college, like definitely piece pieces up and adds up to, you know, what we're doing now. So yeah. There you go. Um man. I definitely grew up in a house with like singers, instrumentalists. So um, that was always a thing. Like my mom always playing like some Prince or some Stevie, or Michael Jackson. Um, so that was always heavy. Um, but I was definitely very low key. I was definitely to myself. I was very shy, very fearful as a kid. Just want to keep to myself for the most part. So any emotional type of things that I wanted to express, I always just ran to my notebook. Um, did a, did a, I thought, I, I mean, I guess you would call it poetry at this point, but when I read it back as an adult, it's definitely like, these are like rap bars, but like with no beat type of thing. 
And I had like, you know, six or seven like composition notebooks. Just that's all I did every day. Came off school. And it was always something that I ran to. Always something that like when I'm feeling any type of emotion, I, I write it out, whatever it is. And then like, I'm good. Um, so definitely like something similar, which is crazy. Like in, in high school, definitely a thing of like, I'm, I'm showing like a couple raps and, and stuff to friends, things like that. But still very to myself, low key, not telling too many folks. Um, and then in college, um, I, I didn't have any type of aspirations of like, I'm, I'm going to be an MC or anything like that. Um, it was a organization where we met called Word. Um, on campus that was just full of performers and of all shapes and forms, um, MCs, singers, poets, comedians, all types of folks. And I just really wanted to join just to get better at writing. Like that's what I wanted to do. Um, during that time, um, the the founders of their organization saw something in me and like just pulled me to like, man, just keep going. Like we need you to do the show and X, Y, and Z. And my first real performance ended up being with Clev. Um, it was a group of us that we opened up for Common um, that we oh. had brought down for his like book release or something like that. Uh, probably like what, 2012, 20, like it was early, you know? Wow. And from there, like it just really gave me my confidence. Like, man, I, you know, I kind of like this. You know what I'm saying? I was nervous, of course, and, and, you know, full of fears, but like to have that, community around me to push and be like no you got this dope just keep going it really pushed me to like continue on so I started to once I graduated I like I just ran to like all the open mics on on uh on campus in the community um I started to link with with homies that was doing music heavily and I I started just putting together mixtapes and stuff like that just doing putting together shows um all types of things and as I was doing that Claire was you know on on uh, in the community as well doing her own thing um with our collective now uh the great thinkers and like that was always something like man they raw they dope like i'm trying to get on that level type of thing but it was always like us bumping into each other still meshing still coming together uh putting each other on shows all different types of things um and from there, like, because we were both moving and building kind of at a consistent pace together, like, we were, like, the spotlights of the community at the time. And wow. we had an opportunity to, like, share a stage. And from there, it was like, all right, do we do our own thing or do we come together? And, like, of course, because we were already sisters at the time, it was like, all right, let's just come together and make a project. That project was Mother Nature, the EP. It kind of blew up and like, man, we ain't never individually got no no looks like this. So it's like, man, let's let's keep this together and just keep building. Um, so our team at the time just like pushed us to come to Chicago and just build from scratch. And now we're here. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. There's um a similar program like that in um University of Washington called like Retro. And it's kind mm-hmm. of like I guess they don't have it right now because of COVID, but it was like it was like kind of like an open mic night, like every Friday or something like that. It would be like very diverse. And it was, it was a really cool thing. And a lot of artists that weren't even from UW would go there and perform. It was a huge community. So that's. Yeah, that, that community aspect really like can make you shine in a, in a way that you, you can't do alone. So that's why I'm just, I'm so appreciative of the community that, that helped me like flourish and then to like be building our own, and just seeing how so many people are, are affected by that in such a positive way. Like, it's, it's magical to me, to be honest. Yes. Did you guys have managers during this time at all? Or how did that? Nah, not <laughs> at the time. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, we, we definitely wow. started developing a team. You um, started developing a team. Yeah, I started developing <laughs> a team. 
And once we became Mother Nature, um, in what, 2015, 2016, then that team started to shape and, and start to brand Mother Nature. And so the beginnings were, I guess, less of management and more of just like brand development and things like that, figuring out who we who we are and how we want to represent ourselves in the best light. Already seeing ourselves at the top, you know, and, and, and just trying to reach that. So, yeah, we... We got a team. It's always been girls, which is really dope. Um, you know, we work hard, we love on each other. Uh, you know, it's been a crazy ride. It's been a crazy <laughs> ride. But yeah, we got gang for sure. So who chose the title Mother Nature? Did you guys come up together or did one of you guys like actually <laughs> it chose us. Yeah, it chose us. Yeah, we were just spitballing names, titles. I don't know what any of the other ones yeah. were, but one of us <laughs> said Mother Nature, and it was just like that was that became the title of the project. Project. Mm-hmm. Not not us. That just became mm-hmm. the title of the project. The project was so hard and yeah. and we, we pushed it like a real project. We didn't, you know, just drop it. We like really like waited on it, mm-hmm. you know, developed it, did the artwork, got everybody, you know, riled up for it and and really released it and to an audience of people. And after at that point we like, okay, people start calling us mother nature. <laughs> so we just so we is. Wow. So with a title like that, are you guys outdoorsy people, do you feel like? Like, do you guys like going on hikes and stuff uh, like that? Nature people, I'd yes. say, most definitely. But, like, definitely. Because when we think about Mother Nature, <laughs> the reason why we chose it is because, like, it was the perfect balance of, like, the fire, the, the thunder, but also the softness, the sun, the flowers, you know, like, and Mother Nature is all of that. Like, she will heal you, she will, like, help you to grow, but she will also destroy mm-hmm. what, what needs to be, you know, broken down, you feel me? So that, like, for us to come together, it was like that, that's the energy that we bring together. But also, of course, like, we are big in, on, on uh, nature, animals, yeah. you know, in anything, nature, like, in, in its essence, like, that's that's what we're about. Yeah, yeah. Wow. We, we definitely, I think, study nature um, in all its forms through both like the outside world as well as ourselves and, and our community, our cipher. Um, Mother nature, all things natural. It, it's, it's a learning process for mm-hmm. us to become um, more in alignment with like what God wants from us mm-hmm. and uh, how we can be better leaders, how we can be um healers and all those things we have to look to nature for you know what i'm saying like nobody can really show us those things uh some of our elders can you know yeah, but they connected to nature, to nature so it's like follow nature. don't follow me man <laughs> exactly it's the way have you guys ever thought about doing like a retreat in nature and like just riding for a week every or day, every yeah, day. <laughs> that is the goal Maybe we have to come up there. I don't know. Yes. Y'all got like good forest areas and stuff. Like I, I, I live in the woods right now. My house is literally <laughs> in the woods. Yo. So we're coming to your house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not for real. We have been talking about that though. Like we really, really need it because uh, one, right now we're, we're trying to um, write a book. Uh, we're also trying to uh, develop like the next five years for the miseducation. Um, we have so many like just cool other ideas for mother nature. Um, and we really need to take like a week at least <laughs> two weeks yes. would be probably better, but like take a week at least to just not work on like, you know, be done with all the things we're presently involved in and just sit with the ideas that we have and write them down, you know, get everything wow. on paper. So yeah. yes, you are in alignment <laughs> with what we're on. Like yes. we just need it at the right time. 
<laughs> there we go. So how did you guys, how did getting signed come to happen? Like, what was the process behind all that? Yeah. <laughs> getting signed. Um, it was definitely something that was in the back of our minds for a couple of years as we were developing, you know, through just grit and grind, just getting it out the mud. Um, because it just comes at a point in a time where like everything that we're doing is going to like hit a cap at some point. Mm. And like now, how can we like be assisted by somebody that has more resources and more experience than we do? You yeah. feel me? So that's always in the back of our heads as we've been growing and like closed sessions like is pretty pretty like like big in Chicago just in like when we think of um the, the bigger names that have come out of Chicago like when we think of like currencies earlier work and we think about you know oh. Jamila Woods and things like that so it was like something that definitely uh allowed us to gravitate towards it mm -hmm. and as we started to grow and build more it it became more of a necessity okay let's let's get into some talks um, let's let's holler at some folks to see what's good. And then the homegirl Jamila Woods really gave us like, yeah, that's like like move, oh, move on shit. that. Um so having her come through and just like give us game and like really just um educate us on on what uh, closed sessions was and how it could be a benefit, it was it became almost a no brainer. Yeah. Um but it really it took some time for us to like, you know, break everything down, make sure everything was straight contractually and everything and just get to know um the guys over at closed yeah. sessions a bit better. But it, it's been a beautiful experience yeah. though. Yeah, it is very it's just been so straightforward. Like mm -hmm. this is what we got, this is what we need. They like this is what we got, this is what we need. <laughs> it's like bet. And and it's a very uh transparent situation. Mm -hmm. Um, it's teaching us a lot how to work with the label, how to work in so many different mm -hmm. partnerships at once. Right. That's the part. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you got to come ready. You can't just like, if we would have signed a couple of years uh, ago, to close session, we would have just been always in conflict themselves. and disagreement and <laughs> yeah. what's going on. Yeah. And now we're like able to handle this level of it's, you got to be responsible and you have to be present yeah. and you have to be clear and you have to know mm -hmm. what you want. You have to be decisive and, and all those things, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, that's where we at, and and of course the universe is gonna match us with people that um, are gonna take us from this level to the next level. Mm -hmm. So it's been a beautiful situation. Um, we've gotten you know just a lot of love through them, mm -hmm. um, and they've been able to maximize uh, just our outreach yeah. um, and our access to new opportunities. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm. I was actually like, obsessed with closed sessions. I think it was the beginning of the pandemic. Where they released Closed Sessions Volume One with Boathouse, yeah, that right, shit right. was insane. They had Dave, <laughs> they had Dave B on that, and he's from Seattle. And I was like, oh my gosh, no one from Seattle is talking about this, but this lineup for this project was insane. Mm, yeah, man, they, they go crazy. Boat man, shout out to Boathouse, man. Shout like Boathouse. executive produced our whole project season yes. out to the world. We getting so much love from it, man. But it's like that that cohesion that we had with Boulder, though. Like it was like, man, it was a match made in heaven. So yeah, so that's <laughs> how how did that connection come to be? Uh, really through the through close sessions and through um through that mixtape mm -hmm. uh that mm. put out top of the year. Um, I don't know. We just got in a studio with Boat. Uh, that that was one of the goals of you know the label is like mm -hmm. we'd love to you know get y'all working with some people. So mm -hmm. we got in a studio with him, and it was instantly like yeah. instantly a match. Mm -hmm. Like he came out with some straight Timbaland Missy vibes, and we like yes. yo, this is like the next level for us. Like it's what we talk about all the time and, and want to create. So it was just really cool to be able to play around with him and not have you know 
just a blank slate, just, mm-hmm. you know, a blank canvas. Um, and so we really started to just develop musically with him, uh, got in the studio a couple times and then quarantine hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, we didn't really have an idea of like working with boat per se. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, it, it just came to be, um, we asked him for a smack pack. He sent us like, I don't know, 15, 20 beats, mm-hmm. uh, on one and of them days. We just, you know, we just started freestyling <laughs> to him and it, you know and people weren't linking up then so it wasn't a thing that we could work with him directly we was just over here rapping he ain't know nothing about it um (laughs) next thing you know we just uh we were also we're sitting on an album right now and um we were working on that pretty heavy but was kind of hitting some you know some some walls and some some barriers and and not knowing uh you know how to take it to the next level and also just, you know, looking at the scope of like, man, how do we respond to these times and how do we uh, keep our audience activated until we get this thing done? Mm-hmm. And seasons came about. We was like, man, we got that smack pack from Bo. Mm-hmm. It's already on closed sessions. I, I wonder if they'll be down to like slide this mixtape in so we could really set a bar and mm-hmm. really give people the energy of Mother Nature for people that don't know who we are yet. On top of giving closed sessions, a project that was authentically hip hop, like mm-hmm. this is authentic hip hop, and this will work perfect for y'all's audience and right. for the people that have been following y'all for a decade plus. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just man, just a, a perfect concoction of energy, and yeah, seasons, baby. <laughs> Streaming there everywhere. we go. <laughs> Before we get into your album, I've noticed like throughout your guys' career, you mess with Z's a lot and eights a lot. What is, yeah, what yeah, is yeah. the meaning behind yeah. this? Yes, you know I mean? yes. That's just the code. You know, yeah. we got our own little code. Source code right there. Source code. <laughs> uh, the great thinkers, of course, is where the eight comes from. It's where the great sign comes from, which is eight in sign language. Um, it's where the concept of infinity uh, mm-hmm. comes from. But but truly, what, what it is to be a great thinker is to know that God is in everything. Therefore, everything is great. So when you see the G, when you see the eight, when you see the hand signal, it's just that code. To our community, God is in everything. Mm-hmm. Everything is great. Keep your mind elevated, mind over matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when it comes to disease, baby, that's the sad. Like it just gotta, it gotta be, you know, it gotta be something different. You know what I'm saying? So, and I feel like that's just the hip hop nature so within us. Like it gotta, you know, okay, you, yes. you gotta put a little funk on it. You know, so you gotta put a little funk on it. And yeah. it became a thing. Like I don't know when, but that's just like we. Oh. It low key is is. It did start with us. Like, we really be carrying disease. But, like, low-key mugs <laughs> have been, as the great thinkers, mugs mm-hmm. been, I mean, the great thinkers got a Z at right, the end right, of it. Right, so, it's right. like. Yeah, it was all in alignment. It's it kind of, like, always in the brain. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's some ancient code that we really don't know yet. But when we see other people using Z's, too, we'd be like, oh, you know. Why is we connect, you feel? Yeah. Yes. Curry did it all over his last yeah. uh, album. And it was all, cap- it was all capitalized, too. <laughs> you know? Like, you know that we're, like, right here. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm waiting for that feature with you guys. What'd you say? I'm waiting for that feature with Denzel with you guys. Hey, speaking into he's, his, he's on our list. He's on our list. He's man. one of like, I feel like we could collaborate with everybody in the industry, but Denzel Curry is like one of few people who match our intense energy. Because like, a lot of like, I don't see too many women or duos that are coming out like rah, 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 rah. Yeah. And we be on that. And I, I love that about Denzel. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's a conscious rage yeah. and, and I really appreciate mm-hmm. his music. So what can you guys take away from like a blinds and gab gift to gab and blind? Ooh, They're from oh, Seattle yeah. as well. So yeah. Yeah. me and blinds was dope. 
Nice. Uh, we actually met Blondes through vocabulary. Mm, oh, yeah. came through the miseducation, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah, that was super dope, man. It's it's just always dope to see like women that are MCs to the core. Yeah, you know what I'm period. saying? Like it ain't got nothing to do with nothing else. I'm just I'm in enthralled with your creativity, your your artistry, and all of that. So I, I like that that she don't need nothing. I, don't, I like that they don't need anything extra. They just are dope. You know what I'm saying? Um, we we definitely got a chance to to kick it with blinds. Um, and like Gab's always like they they show love. You know through the through the streams and all mm-hmm. the other type of portals. Um, but man, it's just it's just dope to be in good company like that. Like we we see each other and like it's always love and it's it's not no. Fugaziness involved, and it's just it's beautiful. So I'm, mm-hmm. I, I, we, yeah, we, they, we're students of them just as well. So it's yeah. love. Wow, yeah, they're they're legends in Seattle. Hey. Yeah, big facts. Big facts. Hey. We honored so, to be mentioned even mm-hmm. in the same breath. So mm-hmm. hell yeah. <laughs> So from other artists I've like interviewed recently, a lot of people are saying that hip hop groups aren't really a thing. What are your guys' opinions on hip hop groups in twenty twenty one? The that is so <laughs> like what the collective, the group, that it's everything. Man. I do agree that we haven't seen I, I feel like the whole duo thing or doing things as a group is the energy of the nineties. And I feel like as we've grown as a people, everyone mm-hmm. has become a lot more individual. Mm-hmm. But when mm-hmm. it comes to a gang like Mother Nature, the great mm-hmm. thinkers, we are bringing you back to the mm-hmm. essence of hip hop. We're bringing you back to the essence of human nature. Like we have to be collective. We have mm-hmm. to be um um uh have reflections around us. Um so mm-hmm. one build to be more impactful um and to keep ourselves on our square like i don't know my our cypher really like us being a duo makes us so much better like a clever without truth is like i'm just i'm i'm just out here like i'm just, <laughs> I'm just in the wind you feel me i'm just i'm straight air but i have truth here and it just makes me so it, it allows me to be mother nature it allows me to ground myself enough to become and develop this person and the same thing for her i feel like you know, truth without club is like <laughs> straight, straight rock solid, baby. Just rock solid, and, um... and you need a little bit more air. You feel me? Like, but it's, it's a it's a beautiful balance. So I think when we talk about you know duos and collectives and all those good things, like it's so much that comes for, from it. Like mm-hmm. when we think about like you know great thinkers, thinkers only volume one. You feel me? If you ain't tapped in, definitely tap in. Like you see like how we can intermesh mm-hmm. and like intertwine and and interweave, and it, and it's so dope because there's so many different voices. It's so many different perspectives yeah. reflection so it's only have to only be one person and only have just you it's kind of limited because just, only yeah. when i'm with a clever only when i'm with the thinkers can i like expound in such a way amongst like other great individuals so. and, and it brings you back to the energy of wu-tang it brings you back to the energy yes. of Hot quest yeah. and it's like that 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 music for us is timeless mm-hmm. it's healing it's it's legendary mm-hmm. and yeah i just feel like we become so much stronger in our message mm-hmm. when we're in alignment with, you know, more than just ourselves. Wow. And it's, it's cool that you guys have like this nineties vibe. Cause it feels like hip hop is transitioning back to like nineties. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a lot of like auto tune going on and now people are trying to be more conscious with their lyrics and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's exciting. You're doing it at I mean, a perfect time. I, I think it's explosive. I think that we're getting more of everything. Like mm-hmm. we're getting a lot more auto tune. <laughs> we're getting a lot mm-hmm. more people that are like, yo, I'm just going to vibe on this record. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to really write anything. I'm just going <laughs> to like 
tap into my subconscious and see what comes out. Um, and that's beautiful yeah, in its essence because hip hop is all hip hop is still very much you know still very new. It's still yeah. building, still growing. Yeah. Um, and to see how like the younger generation are taking it in their own way, like that's how it started in the first place. All the old school jazz, you know, mm-hmm. listeners and stuff. Oh, hip hop, they ain't gonna be here for no time. It's it's trash, whatever. But then how it developed over time, how people were able to tell their stories, how people were able to connect folks and build build and, and bridge gaps and things of that nature. I feel like it's now being of a more fast paced era. Mm-hmm. It's like almost necessary to, for people to like, like, like I said, let me just vibe on this for a couple. Yeah. Like, let me just give you the feeling, the emotion of it. Let me just just hum on this or do mm-hmm. whatever, you know. So I think we um, we kind of limit ourselves and we kind of like just try to um, keep ourselves in 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 one 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 uh version of what hip-hop can be right. so i think that's why like all of what we're doing is so dope because we like we take it from the past we we are creating in the present but we also seeing what the future looks like and taking little bits and pieces and and, and bringing that along with us because we don't know what hip-hop gonna look like in another 20 years mm-hmm. you feel me wow. so like to stifle yourself and be like no nah, i ain't gonna indulge in that you kind of like you slowing the process of, yeah. of like what hip-hop is supposed to grow into yeah. wow Hip hop is the best genre. It's just, it's so huge. It's just it's universal. It's a universal. Yes. <laughs> Real. And we went. We went. We had opportunity um, to do a um, international exchange program um, called Next Level that allowed us to go to Morocco um, in mm-hmm. Azerbaijan for like two, three weeks mm-hmm. to really like teach hip hop in our own ways. So it pretty much was miseducation, you know, abroad. Mm-hmm. So it wow. was just so dope to like, I don't, I can't speak your language. You might not know what's coming out of my mouth, but when I play this beat and I freestyle, you, you hopping right in, right you know what I'm saying? Like you're doing all the things that is hip hop. So like, we still like have those connections beyond, you know, these, uh, these physical limitations due to the fact that we were, we bonded through hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's why it means so much to us. That's why the miseducation means so much. Um, and what we do through our music means so much because without hip-hop, we wouldn't be, you know, as as bright and 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 uh, flourishing as we are now. Like, hip-hop showed us who we are. Hip-hop mm-hmm. reflected us when everything else was telling us, like, we got to go get a nine to five. We got to do the suit wow. tie. We got to, you know what I'm saying? Like, hip-hop allowed us to just be who we were and, like, just live in it. Wow. That is so inspiring. See, I, I don't feel like enough artists realize they don't you don't have to have a huge platform to start doing what you really love Man, and then people are eventually going to see that and then they're going to then that's when the money comes in and you can do bigger things with what you're, what you're already doing like it just continues to grow it's oh my gosh <laughs> you, you get it you get it <laughs> wow that's awesome so let's get into your album I, I, this morning actually I watched your, your portals live stream that you guys did hey. and I <laughs> and I, I noticed that you guys had like a theme behind the whole thing like yeah love is a portal for bliss or something like that. You like had those little quotes that popped up mm-hmm. before when we start every song. So I'm guessing there is a theme behind this mixtape as well. Am I correct with that? Yeah, honestly, yeah. It's, a, it's a lot like thrown at the wall type of thing. So it's like, it's like, first off, like we, we come here to like balance out the game. You know right. what I'm saying? Like we come to give you bars. Like we was coming out of COVID. So it's like, we ain't, we ain't low. We ain't down. We have vibration. Right, right, right. 
Um, and, and we about building with the community. So it, this was our first project with as many features as we had. Mm-hmm. It was our mm-hmm. first time with like major features. Shout out mm-hmm. Relay and Sir Michael Rocks. Um, I think we gave ourselves like a lot of room to work with. Once yeah. we named it Seasons, yeah. I, the music definitely came first mm-hmm. and then the name. And when we said the name, it was that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I think that that name came from just the energy that we've been feeling of like, Things are changing. The seasons are changing. And every season that we encounter, whether it be according to nature or just according to the pace that we're moving on, we have to adapt. Mm -hmm. And we have to, like, get with it. And we have to keep up. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like this project is, you feel that energy. You feel where we're at with it. Um, And and it's really like a conversation between us. Like, beyond all things conceptual, seasons is a conversation between me and sis about where we at, where we going, what we don't rock with. What, what we're affirming and and I think Seasons was just the perfect name because it's like as all this chaos is moving around us we are very still in who we are and 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 what time it is like we just know what time it is so I mean, yeah. It's a, it's a beautiful uh, reflection of where we are in this in this current state. Um, I think this is our most confident work. I think this is our most like foundational um just in regards to like our our morals our principles what mm-hmm. we about like i said what we ain't um and just allowing listeners if it's your first time here in mother nature you get the fullest scope right. you know what i'm saying you get the bars you get the messaging you get the production you get melodics you get you know uh collaborations you get the whole nine so Perfect. we just really wanted to like hone back in onto like man what 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 is our like baseline like let's go back and like give it to them like now in, in 2021, like that same group that started back, back in 2015, 2016, what do, what do they sound like now? So as you get the fullest truth you, that you ever heard, you get the fullest clever that you ever heard, just completely no holds bar, no, no, uh, second thinking, no, no, none of that. So it, it really allowed us to just be free and just do what we do, which is rap. <laughs> wow. And yeah, you guys started off the album with a banger and it's antisocial. I think that's the first song. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, that was that was a great I love that was that was such a good openers to an album are like really important you know yes yes I knew that one had to be number one I, I said that before we finished everything but I knew that one like as soon as you play it it sounds like an intro like that's gonna make me continue to listen so yeah. it was like yeah we'll do nothing else that gotta be number one <laughs> it just set the it just set the bar like man. when you press play Man, can't walk like, away. Man. Can't walk away. It's like this is where we at. This is this is what you're about to tap into. This is what you're about to explore. So, man, thank you for, for seeing us. For seeing us. Yeah, and I like that you guys added like little like skit slash like interludes also. Was- yeah, <laughs> which is like a first for us because like we're honestly we are so funny together and like we really be in our own world like we speak our own language i don't know if you catch on that's cool if you think it's funny that's cool but like we we wanted to like record skits and we've been wanting to do that for a long time and this time around we was like you know what let's keep them real short real simple and let's just freestyle it we kind of know what we wanted what we wanted to be like let's just freestyle it and then we got these little cute little funny personality clips of us and so I think that was very, very important for us because, like, like you said, we don't, we don't really do that on any other of the other projects, and we also wanted to keep this light. So mm-hmm. I know, like, when you listen to any other song, it still got depth to it, it's still a lot to chew on. But we wanted to, like, in in the in betweens of it, still, like, you know, get some laughs off, get some real personality. Um, because nine times out of ten, you might not see that if you don't know us personally. Right. Mm. 
So how did you guys go about choosing who you thought would be good for features? Because features are very important when it comes to like who you want to, because they're representing your album and the song as well. So it's more than just tapping into like some cool artists. Like, so yeah, break that down. It really started with, um, we knew that we wanted this to be a project that would be impactful for Chicago. That would be a gem to Chicago. So the original idea was us to have features on it, period. We like, we got to throw features on there. It's a mixtape, boom, boom, bow. Um, then before we even got any features, the conversation started to expand and we're like, oh, we kind of have a little more access to yes. artists that we didn't, ha- that we haven't had previously. So we started kind of just like throwing it out there and be like, yo, I want Twista on this. Or I want <laughs> Dreezy. I want Sir Michael Rocks. We want Filet. And we just kind of like put everybody next to the song that we right. saw them at. Right. And we started narrowing things down. And the artists that you see on there are the ones that we, that one, we really mm-hmm. wanted. And two, end up being like people that were in alignment with mm-hmm. the music. So, you know, that, that worked out well. And then when it came to the homies, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Grace Sky. Jeff Coons, Freddie, Murph Watkins, Dave Koresh, mm-hmm. uh, Brittany Carter. Mm-hmm. Like, these are all, this is gang. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we hit them up kind of last minute, maybe like a few last days before yeah. <laughs> yeah, the project had to be turned in. And for us, it was like, okay, if we reaching up, we also got to reach out. Right. And mm-hmm. if we're if this project is going to go up and it's going to rise, these are the artists that we've been cultivating with for the past three or four years on some type of level that we want to make sure get some love off of this project too. So everybody really just answered the call and and came with with came with the sauce. Let me just yes. and it's coming together. For better features, better better collaborations. It was just match made in heaven. Yes, on Spotify, some of your like, what how's it pronounced? Gretz Gretz Great Sky. Uh, uh, Great Sky. Sky. Mm-hmm. Like when you look at when you look at those artists when you go to their like their Spotify their song with you guys are the ones like on the top of the list so that's it's working mm-hmm. yeah hey. yeah we you know and that's the goal like when it comes to the great thinkers uh, great guy is a great thinker you know what I'm saying when I can it tell comes with the to eight. us it's one of them things like we've been cultivating for so long um, I don't think we ever knew who was gonna end up when, when yeah. we still don't know like yeah. you know Mother Nature yeah. could be the the ones that like kind of bring them out the gate but mm-hmm. we never know like we know that like our gang is incredibly talented exactly. so like at any point in time anyone could take the lead uh-huh. and and expose us to more people right. and more opportunities right. but that's just what our goal is and mm-hmm. i think every person's goal in a great thing is, is to put the gang on mm-hmm. um, so i'm i'm happy it's working that's what mm-hmm. it's supposed to do uh and for things to start with the with the woman and to start with the feminine i think that's a beautiful thing in hip-hop as well mm-hmm. so i think that our story kind of defies uh, most stories that you see where it's like you see a, a biggie then you see a little kim you know mm. or you see you see an artist that bring like that's literally almost every story mm-hmm. for uh yeah. female Jay-Z, you know hip-hop artists rock, uh, Foxy Brown, even bahamadia came through mm-hmm. like gangstar or something yeah. like that you know and it's like for us Aliyah. it did come via the great thinkers but it's like mother nature is like its own entity and and taking gang with us you feel me wow so, how close are you guys with Jeff Koons? Because when I when you think of Jeff Koons, he's act, that's an actual like artist as well. Yeah, you know, yeah, he does yeah. like he's, the sculptures. He's also, he's also a great thinker. Um, <laughs> he is a a painter as well as an MC, uh, curator all types of titles. You feel me? So, like, man, like that again, like been building for years. You know what I'm saying? For years, he literally stays next door to us. Like we all in one 
big ass duplex together. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! But he's he's, he's our on the squad. There's um, it's us, uh, Gray Sky, Jeff Coons, Jay Moses are the MCs, mm-hmm. and then outside of us we have a group of producers. Then we have you know other artists, but we yeah, and we also all share multiple talents. So you know we're also educators. Uh, I also make jewelry. Jeff mm-hmm. paints. Uh, Great Sky design. makes juice, juice and graphic design. So it's like we are really a media collective. Um, wow. And yeah, Jeff is probably our most commercial artist. I would mm. say. I mean, he has many other descriptors, but he is the artist who is going to like you press play yeah. on a Jeff Koons record, mm-hmm. past, present, or future, mm-hmm. and that is like that's the wave. He's just on the wave. So we're very close with him to answer your question. Um, he's a genius for being able to bring those worlds together, the art world. Like he really went to school for like 2D yeah. art. So um and he's always been a rapper. So it's just like for him to bring those two worlds together is just like super dope. We can't wait for him to get the recognition that he deserves. Hell yeah. So as the duo Mother Nature, what do you guys feel like you each bring to the table? Wow. What do we bring to the okay, so we're gonna keep it in terms of the elements. <laughs> And what I, what I was going back to earlier, I, I feel like I, I bring I bring air. I, I feel like I bring the air. I feel like I bring um, a spiritual energy, a optimism. Um, yeah, I'm, I don't know. We might be better off speaking about like what I speak on, what she brings, and she can speak on what I bring. Um, man, truth brings. Man just real I don't know if I can cuss can I cuss <laughs> of course yes she of a course. real nigga you know what I'm saying like truth is like when I'm like da, 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 like truth reminds me like bro it's work to be done uh, I'm I, I may be in the mood or I may not be in the mood um also, she's like sees through people. You know what I'm saying? She see through the fugazi. She see through the the da 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 da. So a lot of times, truth reminds me to to just bring it in a little bit and and to to bring it in. And then when it comes to the music itself, it's like it's that it's it's thorough bars. It's um she really is good with breaking shit down. And when it comes to the freestyles, it's just like infinite. It's just infinite. Um, so I don't know. I, I feel like. She brings, um, for me, she's completely reliable when it comes to like a person I trust to do music with, to perform with. Like trusting something to perform with somebody is kind of crazy. Like, is you not gonna mess up your heart? (laughs) Is you gonna have the energy? Are you gonna be confident? Are you gonna be da da da? And like, these are any things that I I think I've ever considered. But looking back and being like, damn, this this that's a reason why I share a stage with her is because like she brings essentially what I what I am attempting to bring at all points in time is just like reliable, crazy bars, real ass energy, and 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 she gonna push through you. You can't push through her, but she's gonna push through <laughs> you. And I feel like that that's just necessary um, for me and for us being like a strong hip hop uh, force that is also feminine. She she really brings like a, a forceful energy for me. I don't know. How to, I don't really know how to. Do it. <laughs> she's the truth. You know, she, she's the truth. I'm clever. <laughs> You're making her blush. Uh, to to answer for since uh, man, I think I think Claire brings like definitely optimism. 
Like, for sure. Like, if something, like, I don't know, she'd be like, I'm going to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> These big ideas, like, man, we need $50,000 for this. She going she gonna to figure out how to do that for the free. You feel me? Like, ingenuity, <laughs> um, um, the top-level lyricism, like, top five, top ten type of skill, um, and just the ability to, like, bridge gaps and, like, create community um, is, like, is, is is paramount to who Mother Nature is. Like if it wasn't for Cleb, like being as as open as she is, like we we probably like just me type type Steve, like I'm I'm to myself type of thing. But she she has a, a fearlessness that allows her to like go outside of herself and like dive into other other folks and like connect, like build some type of connection that allows people to keep coming back. Mm. Even if she can't always be the one reaching out, people don't forget, you know mm. what I'm saying? People don't forget like, man, I remember meeting you and it was this and it was that. Mm. Um, and then like you said, like as a duo, it's just like dope to know that it's this, this is the person that I can say share, share stage with, you know, share songs and, and emotions and be vulnerable with. Like you can't, like it's hard to do that with everybody. Like it's, it's either there or it's not, you know? And it's something that like, We've built over time, but it was always there since since the jump, like since first meeting us, first coming together, creating music, um, building on miseducation, all those types of things. So, man, I think it's just like for, for both of our skill sets to come together, it was like a beautiful marriage that allowed Mother Nature to flourish the way that it has and uh, continues to grow. So I'm, I'm just grateful, you feel me? So. Hell yeah. Now, with that being said, Mother Nature, what is some advice they each have for up and coming artists, creators, influencers? Man, just continue to like do what feeds your soul. Um, connect with those and build with those that are in alignment, that are um, continuing to, to do the same. Um, be fearless, you know what I'm saying? Ignore all the chatter that's in your brain sometimes that we negatively talk on ourselves. Give yourself grace. Um, love on yourself, love on your cipher. Um, learn some, learn some continuously, learn continuously. Some. You know, and just listen to nature, man. Listen to God. God is gonna steer you in the right direction. Anytime we come into to things that that, that we're like, man, we don't know where we should move on it. We pray on it. You know what I'm saying? Pray individually. We pray together. Like that always aligns us in a way that is beyond like what's in front of us. We can have millions of dollars in front of us, but like, is that what we need to be doing? Is it something else? And only God can tell you that. Mm. So. Stand true to that, like you gonna, you're not gonna fail. Hell yeah! What she said. <laughs> there we go. So let's let's promote your album real quick. Seasons out now on all platforms. This is just a mixtape. You yes. feel me? Exclusively yes. produced by Boathouse. Um, big shout out to Close Sessions for helping us push this joint. On and yeah. shout out all the features. You are going to fall in love with this. All first listen. Show your friends. Share it. Tag folks. Do all yeah. of that, man. Show your mama. Show your mama. Show you your auntie. Me, your grandma. All that. Go out in nature and listen to this. Ride down the, the Ave with the, through this uh, to this, and just know that like seasons is within you as well. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So I hope you find out what season you in as you delve into our. Hell yeah! And what is the easiest way for people to reach you guys? Mother Nature Bars with a Z. You feel me? That's our Instagram handle. We are also on Twitter at Mo underscore Nature. Um, and honestly, Mother Nature, we everywhere. Definitely. You want to get into the education, Miss Ed of hiphop.org. But everything Mother Nature is MotherNatureBars.com. You can find everything. There we go. This is the NAS podcast with Mother Nature. Mother Nature.